Hey, this is ENFP Dream Fan. I'm here for another trade hypothetical episode. This one featuring uh, the Atlanta Dream and the Minnesota Lynx. Uh, hope you all have been enjoying watching some uh, Sweet 16 basketball. I know I have been so far. And uh, just really, really excited uh, for that Maryland Stanford game. That's the, the one I'm most looking forward to uh, in the Sweet 16. But uh, yeah, I want to jump into these hy hypotheticals before it got too late. Uh, so uh, there can be plenty of time to, to listen over the weekend and everything. So hope you enjoy these scenarios. This will be completely uh, different than the Dallas Wings where I had two major blockbusters. The Wings are, you know, they haven't had sustained success yet. Like they made the playoffs last season, but... They're still trying to figure out uh, which players are going to be a part of their future. So there's more uh, leeway on what moves they'll make and what players they'll keep. Like uh, they made that big move with the, the Indiana Fever to acquire their new center. Uh, but the, the Lynx, uh, they're trying to make one. This is like basically their last dance. Like uh, this is Sylvia Faust's uh, last season for excellent excellent career and uh, i hope it's uh, a successful season for her with her uh, last season in the wnba but yeah the, they're trying to get the pieces together to help them win now it's not going to be as much about the future and uh, congratulations to collier on uh, having a pregnancy due date uh, towards the beginning of the season but uh, it, it makes things complicated for the Lynx, and they're going to have to find some deals to uh, complete their roster. Because even if they put her on reserve, her salary is still uh, going to count towards their roster. So a couple of the moves here are just for the, the Lynx clearing space so they can have enough players to be competitive. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into this. So. Same as with the Wings, I'm just going to go over the, the rosters really quick of the, the Dreams and Links. Go over where they're at uh, salary-wise, and then we'll go into the deals from there. So starting with the Dream, they have eight players. Senator Kia Vaughn is the only center signed at 110000 She's the one that uh, I most have the, the Dream uh, cutting before training camp if uh, a trade takes place because we want to be able to have uh, the space to get to those 12 players, especially with this being a rebuilding team. We want to have as much players to evaluate, especially young players, to see where the future lies and everything and if they can be a, a part of what the dream are building and everything. Uh, but at forward, we have Cheyenne Pat Parker for 190550 Billings 140000 Coffee 130,000 and Megan Walker at 70,127. And then at guard, we have Tiffany Hayes, 215,000, Erica Wheeler, 185,400, and Erin McDonald, 71,441. Uh, the Dream have three draft picks for the draft next month picks number three, 14, and 15. And then in 2023, they have two first rounders and a second rounder. And then the cap space right now, before uh, a first round pick is signed, and again, just putting those Shakira Austin vibes out there, Dream, please don't mess this up. Please pick Shakira Austin. It, it's plain and simple. If Austin is available, take her with the third pick. 
Anyway, uh, so after Shakira also signed the salary cap for the dream would be 194,541 that they would have left over to utilize. Moving on to the links, they have technically 11 players signed, but as uh, described earlier, I, I just don't think Collier is playing this season. So they basically have 10 players. Uh, they have one center as well, and Sylvia Fowles, uh, 200,000. Uh, they have a lot of forwards. Uh, Ariel Powers at 196,267. Chandwa, 160,000. McCaffrey at 130,000. Dantes at 129,250. Collier's salary is 72,141. And Shepard at 60,471. And then you move the guard, uh, McBride, 196,267. Clarendon at 90,000. And I just think it, it's excellent that the Lanes brought her back. I, I think she's one of the most underrated point guards in the league. And I'm just really excited she gets to lead that Lynx offense again, especially in Fouse's last season. Like, uh, they're not going to be the team I'm rooting for to win the championship, but I just think they, they have a good quality roster to be competitive come playoff time. That should be fun to watch. And then a danger field at 67,042. Uh, had a lot more uh, starts two seasons ago than last season. Just didn't work out at the beginning for her uh, when she was given the reins at point guard. So we'll see if she can bounce back this season. And then uh, Davis was out all of last season with getting injured in the preseason game against the Atlanta Dream. Uh, she's at 65,664. And they have draft picks 8, 13, 22, and 28. And right now their cap space is only 12,198 left over. So uh, after signing the first round pick, they would be negative 57,026. So uh, they're a team that just absolutely needs to make a move. The Wings, it was having too much players uh, on the roster already with the 13. With the Wings, it's all about getting the salary down so they can have 11 players that they're able to use. So it's going to take some uh, magic to make this work out for the Lynx. And this is three deals that they could potentially do with the Dream to at least uh, help their salary situation and everything. So the first trade I have here, uh, the Dream acquired Dantes, who uh, played for the Dream in three different seasons, uh, the 13th pick, and the 22nd pick. The Lynx would acquire the 15th pick, so basically the Dream and Lynx just switching spots, so the Dream would have the 13th and 14th pick instead of 14th, 15th, and then the Lynx would get a 2023 second rounder. The Dream have those two first round picks, and there's not going to be as many roster spots available, so it's a uh, draft pick that is easy to, easier to give up, and the Lynx will have more salary next season. They're not they already have too many draft picks, so it works out uh, giving the extra one to the Dream uh, late in the second round. So the, the Dream salary cap after this move would be 65391 with 10 players. Uh, the Lynx would be at 72124 with 10 players that they're able to use. So that would give them one of their training camp signees. Uh, they, they could sign them to a, a full-time roster spot or they can use their second round pick uh, to fill that roster spot. So just flexibility to uh, see who will finish off that roster. Uh, 
And it also gives the Dream uh, another experience forward on the, the roster. There's a lot of young players. So it, it's good to have that veteran leadership in one position that uh, you can know what to expect from. Because we're going to be young at center with Shakira Austin. Uh, you know, Aaron McDonald is going to be the, the backup point guard. And then uh, shooting guard where we don't have a, a lot of depth. I'm, I'm hoping we draft Jasmine Dickey, but especially at the guard position, we are going to be younger. So just being able to have like a consistent offensive threat inside is going to be good with uh, Coffey, Billings, uh, Dantes, and the like and everything, Parker. Uh, but yeah, the, the biggest thing for Lynx in this is the salary that they have uh, left over to sign that 11th player because it's just going to take extra work with having a player that's out. So uh, they give up a, a good player in Dantes, like someone that uh, has given them like 20 minutes a, a night of consistent play. But uh, I just think that they have to make tough moves to get to where they want to be to have a little more flexibility. So trade scenario number two, this is the closest I get uh, to a blockbuster trade. Uh, the third one, too is pretty close for me and everything, but I, I don't consider either of these blockbuster trades, but some significant pieces going both ways. Uh, so in this one, the Dream take on uh, Achanwa, and they receive the eighth pick. Uh, why they get such a, a big return is that Achanwa is also signed for next season. She uh, She's underperformed in her time with the Lynx. I think it's gonna be good uh, get her getting a, a change of scenery. Uh, but this would really just open up uh, what the Lynx are able to do um, salary-wise. So getting that roster off, that player off, uh, will be really beneficial for them. And then uh, I have the dream giving up Megan Walker to the Lynx. Uh, just a, a younger player who is not on a guaranteed contract on like a channel. So if they don't like what they see in Walker at training camp, they can move on from her and sign someone else. But... She's someone that did uh, succeed when she was at UConn, and I've seen spurts for uh, last season with the Mercury, and she she could be in st uh, order for a backup year and everything. So uh, that's the second trade I have on here. Uh, with this trade, I would have the Dream having 35,444 left over with 10 players. So again, this is where uh, Kia Vaughn being dropped is uh, essential for the dream having enough space. Uh, so once they did that, they would have 145,444 left over. Uh, and that would be including the eighth pick that they would get from uh, the Lynx. So we could get a, another forward with that position. Uh, sorry, with uh, that draft pick. And yeah, continue and still get uh, Jasmine Dickey in the second round and everything. So yeah, uh, we could also get someone like a, that I really like, like Veronica Burton uh, at that selection or Mia Cloudin. So it, again, that goes back to what I was talking about with the wings. It's how much do we believe that Ari McDonald is the, the future at point guard. So I, I think they could get someone like Ray Burrell, but if they're not completely sold on Ari, they uh, may go for a point guard at this spot. So there's competition on who uh, they keep going into next season. Uh, but yeah, this would leave two roster spots left over, so they could do one on uh, a second round pick and then do one on their training camp. Uh, 
invitees, or they can just sign both second second round picks, and that would fill out the the twelve player roster. So uh, a lot to think about there on what Atlanta might do. And actually, drop uh, dropping uh, Kiavon would make it nine players, and then they have enough for two. So in this scenario, it would be an eleven player roster for the dream, which is not ideal for me. Again, I want them to have as much as possible to to work with as far as evaluating talent uh, on a rebuilding team and everything. Uh, but the Lynx, uh, this would give them 102,071 with 10 players. Uh, so they could definitely sign a player and still have cap space left over. I, I think they would make another deal with uh, having that 30 grand left over to see what they can do, potentially move a, another player and everything to, to make it work and everything. Uh, but this would easily give them uh, the 11 players they need to uh, fill a competitive roster and everything. And again, especially uh, getting rid of Achanwa, who hasn't met expectations for them. Uh, they would get cap space this season and next season uh, with that being traded away. Uh, the next trade involves no draft picks. I have it involving four players. Uh, again, it's centered around uh, the Lynx getting rid of Achanwa. Uh, uh, but I have them receiving uh, a piece that will help like alleviate the loss of Collier for them. So uh, I have them giving up Crystal Dangerfield to the Dream, Raina Davis, I'm sorry, Renaya Davis, and Natalia Chavala. And then the Dream would give up Monique Billings. Uh, and why the Lynx would wonder, like she's someone that, especially at the end of the season, was really solid. Uh, and someone that shows they could be reliable and give you consistent points and boards and provide them blocks too and steals. Like I just see this being a really good uh, replacement for Collier for this season. She's only signed for one year, so uh, they want to go full out. So getting a, a veteran forward that has shown success uh, in the W for multiple seasons is going to be a, a big ad for uh, the Lynx. And the, the Dream like this pick because they get uh, someone from the 2021 uh, first round. Uh, Crystal Dangerfield had a, a successful year two years ago. There's still a lot of potential there and everything. And then uh, Achanwa, like it, it still provides uh, that leadership and she does have potential uh, that she hasn't lived up to yet, but it could happen uh, in Atlanta when there's more opportunity. And then again, just Billings just fits that spot for the Lynx to make them more of a contending team and threat uh, with the amount that other teams did in free agency and everything. And yeah, uh, the salary cap after these, uh, the Dream would have 41,835 left over with 11 players. So easily could uh, drop either Walker or Vaughn to, uh, actually, sorry, Vaughn to get to on um, the 12 players again or keep this 11-player roster. This is one that we could keep Vaughn and still have 11 players and everything if we're wanting uh, her veteran leadership because there's a reason why we traded for her from the Mercury. We thought she had something to bring to the team. So obviously the, the main goal isn't the cutter, but just in whenever we're going over trades and everything, it's going to add salary back to the dream. And there has to be a way to get to at least 11 players, ideally 12. 
And then for the links, uh, it leaves them 10,016 left over. So not a lot less than what Monique Billings making 140. Uh, but just a, a move that I really think would be worth it. It includes the uh, eighth pick for them. And with trading Dangerfield, uh, they can go full out for uh, who's going to be the point guard of the future for them, uh, potentially in Cloudin or Burton or Henderson. So a really good move for them and a good move for the franchise for the future and clearing that cap space for them. So yeah, that's my three trades for the, the Dream and Links. Again, I'll be posting a poll on what you guys think would be the best trade for both teams. Or if you're a fan of just one of the teams, vote for the one that you think benefits you the best and everything. But yeah, over the next few days, I'll be doing the... New York Liberty, and then the behemoth of the Indiana Fever. I, I am still <laughs> struggling finding out uh, moves that uh, make it make sense with the Fever. I think they're going to have to deal with multiple teams. I, I don't think the Dream are going to be able to solve all those problems with all those uh, extra players that they have on that roster. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, I will talk to you guys later.